Welcome to my Monday morning mindset motivation. I'm Georgie Hubbard and I am so excited that you decided to spend the start of your week with me. Let's set you up with the mindset it takes to lead. Hello and welcome to another episode of my Monday morning mindset motivation. I hope you had a beautiful weekend wherever you are in the world and you're excited for this brand new week ahead. So I'm recording this a little bit later today. I normally record this sometimes over the weekend um, to get uploaded for five o'clock on a Monday morning here in Australia. But as I speak, it is now nine o'clock in the morning on a Monday and uh, I am doing this a bit later today because I've just got back from a beautiful four days off and um, it really got me thinking while I was away about just about mental health, about well-being and made me even more passionate about, you know, what our emotional, our mental, our spiritual and our physical health. So I was reading a few articles while I was away and typically uh, the stats show that March can be a really, really challenging month for um, for a lot of people. Um, it's sometimes the motivation can drop off if they've hit, if they feel like they've hit a roadblock in their New Year's goals and people just sort of get to this point it's it's not halfway through the year it's 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 a funny it's kind of a funny month march so but but, but the stats show that burnout is actually higher in march out of a lot of other months and i was just sort of sat there and i was just sort of thinking it's really really interesting because before i went away our friend said to us hey had you fancy going away for the weekend and when they said it, i thought i don't really think i need to go away for the weekend. You know, I feel like still quite rested from the new year. I took some time off over Christmas. So I was kind of like, no, I don't know if I need to go away. But I was like, do you know what? Spend time with friends. You know, this is what you're living for. It's all about experiences. So I went. And on the, on the from taking those four days off, it got me thinking, actually, I did need this because I do have a tendency to want to work over the weekends and, you know, want to, you know, I, I love my work so much. I'm so passionate about what I do that I can have this tendency if I'm not careful to overwork. But when I was away and I had time away from my businesses, time away from, you know, the day-to-day -day routines, I actually realized how much I needed just to have these, you know, three, four days off. And it got me thinking that this is probably why March is such a dangerous month because I wasn't at the point yet where I was like, yeah, I need some time off. But if I wasn't careful, I could have pushed and pushed and pushed and then got to a point where I was like, now I really need time off. And when you get to that point, it's almost like you've gone too far. So I just kind of, I kind of took a step back. I took my journal. I like to write when I'm away and I kind of just, you know, thought about, you know, what is the current state of a lot of people's mental health? And, you know, we, we went through a crazy lit year last year. Like no one saw that coming. You know, I know a lot of my friends and family back in the UK are still going through a lot of, you know, trauma, challenges, you know, issues with everything that's going on in the UK. I have clients in America, it's very similar. I think, you know, Australia, we have been, we have been very lucky. And, you know, especially where I'm living on the Gold Coast, we haven't been too badly impacted from COVID sort of in our day-to-day -day lives. So I was just sort of sat there and I was just thinking, what advice would I give to somebody who perhaps was struggling right now, who 
maybe doesn't even realize how much they need a break, maybe doesn't even realize how their mental health has been impacted. And I just sort of sat there and wrote it all out. And what was beautiful, like the biggest thing for me that I I always make sure I do when I go away is I have time away from my phone, time away from social media. And just that in itself makes me feel a little bit calmer. So I think like the first thing that I would say, you know, if you're sat there right now and you're thinking, well, that's wonderful, Georgie, that you had four days off, but I can't get away. You know, we're in lockdown still. My advice would be, just have a weekend away from your phone or just be very, very aware of how often you are on your phone. You know, if you're on your phone, just make calls, use it as a phone, you know, turn off all notifications and just try not to go on any social media, any, you know, any, on any apps other than just texting and calling. Just use your phone as you normally would use a phone. Don't go on the internet and just try and have that boundary with technology. That would be the first thing that I would say to help with mental health, to help with emotional health and to prevent burnouts. So just having the weekend off my phone and screens, you know, like how often, especially in lockdown, have we been glued to our computer, our phones, the TV, have some screen, screen off time, you know, just step away from your phones, your laptops. That would be the first thing that I would say uh, if you want to be more proactive with your mental health. And I think that the one good thing that came out of COVID was that it really did one test our resilience, but it also has, I know in a lot of cases from a lot of people I speak to, reminded us of what really does matter. And, you know, that is our well-being, that is our health, that is our friends, that is our family. So here are some other things that I jotted down to really make sure that we're not burning out, we're not getting to, you know, April, May, June, July, feeling absolutely exhausted and just dying for some time off. So like I said, the first thing, limit your time on your phone. So maybe have a whole weekend of social media, literally just use your phone to call people, text some friends, that's it. You, 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 every time you pick up your phone, you go, why am I picking up my phone right now? Is it to make a call? Is it to send a text message? No, it's not. That phone goes back down. So limit your time on technology. The next thing I would say is nourish your mind. Pick up a good book you know, listen to, you know, some podcasts. You can pick up your phone if you listen to podcasts, that's okay. Um, you know, maybe take up a hobby, maybe do some housework, some painting, um, you know, play some beautiful music, um, walk in nature, do some gardening, just do something that, you know, connects you, you know, makes you feel more mindful, makes you feel more present and nourishes your mind. So that could be even doing a puzzle, you know, playing a board game. But just doing something that takes your mind off, you know, work and, you know, the day-to-day stresses, COVID, all everything else that's going on in the world. Just do something that you can be really present in that's going to help nourish your mind, relax you, and uh, just make you feel good. Because when we're, when we're present, when we're in the moment, we're not worried about things. It's when we allow our minds to just get the better of us, you know, drift off into la-la land, think about the worst case scenario. So do something that's going to nourish your mind and do it as often as you can. You know, instead of maybe watching um, some TV at night, maybe you do a puzzle with your family or do a board game. So it's just like mixing up the routine a little bit and just making sure that our mind is stimulated on other things other than the news and uh, what's going on at work and, and, and just day to day. So that was the first thing. 
Next is all about managing your energy levels, you know, taking regular breaks, getting up throughout the day, you know, maybe doing some stretches, maybe doing five minutes of yoga, maybe doing five minutes of deep breathing, walking down the stairs or going to get a glass of water. Energy management is key, not just time management, but energy management. So those regular breaks really, really help me. Now, I don't know about you, but I cannot physically focus for more than about 90 minutes. Sometimes it can even be like 60 to 70 minutes before I can feel myself being like, right, I've been so in the zone for now the last hour. I just need to kind of step, take a step back go and get some water, do some stretches and come back. Everyone's different. You've got to find out what that point is for you. But typically I get to that 90 minute mark. If I've done some really deep work, I'm ready to just take five, 10 minutes to go in, you know, whether that's, yeah, get some water, get some coffee, do some stretches, but I'll normally, this is what I usually do. I was set an I used to while I was sort of kind of finding my flow, but I would set an alarm for every 90 minutes. I'd get up from my desk, I'd do some stretches, I'd take five full deep breaths, energizing breaths, go downstairs, get myself a glass of water, rehydrate. Sometimes if I wanted to up my energy, I'd put on some um, one of my favorite songs and do, you know, some, some, some air squats and just, just to get energy flowing again through my body. It's just so important. Like energy management is absolutely key and will prevent burnout in the long run. So managing your time, managing your energy is absolutely key. Talking about time management, the third thing I would suggest is writing down your key tasks for the day. Typically, when we feel when we tend to get stressed and overwhelmed, it's because we've got all of the things we need to do that day or that week in our mind. When we actually write it down onto paper, we go, okay, that's actually not as bad as what I thought, because that task there, that's only going to take me probably about 30 minutes that task there, I can do that with that task there. And we just can kind of chunk it out. But when it's out of our mind onto paper and we can just sort of go, okay, that's not too bad. And then what we want to do is look at our sort of key tasks for day and put them into priority. Okay, what is the one thing that I need to do today that's going to have the biggest impact in my life or is going to you know, help me tomorrow? Okay, well, I need to finish that PowerPoint presentation. So that's the first thing that I'm going to do. Then I got a little bit of housework to do. So I'm going to put that in at the end of the day or in the middle of the day when I'm just not feeling as focused. But just by writing it down and kind of seeing it all on paper, you don't feel overwhelmed. So just try it. The next time you feel like I'm so busy, I don't know what to do, write it all out, look at it and go, okay, what is the priority? What needs to get done first? What doesn't maybe require as much of my focus? Where can I put that? When am I less focused? Okay, cool, after lunch. So I'm gonna do that task then. So it's just all about, again, time management, energy management, looking at your day and just working out your key tasks. The next thing I wrote down is vacation time. It is honestly so important to take time off. You know, if it's a weekend, there's a few days here and there, just having a few days to let your mind, your body relax is so important. And if you can do that with some great friends, amazing, even better. I honestly had such an amazing few days with my friends. We had lots of laughter. You know, it was just so much fun. And at the end of the day, that is what life's about. You know, when we get to the end, I've said it before, we're not going to look back and go, yes, I sent all those great emails. I made all those amazing sales calls. I grew all these businesses. You're going to look back and you're going to think about those experiences, those memories, the laughter, 
you know? So that's what life's about. So plan in those vacation times, you know, get them locked in the diary. When are you going to take some time off? It's really, really important, I believe, when it comes to mental health to have things to look forward to. And if you can do that with loved ones, even better. The other, the other thing I wrote down is the importance of nourishing your body. It really does amaze me when people say to me, you know, Georgie, how do I have more energy? And I'll say, okay, well, the, you, you know, what are you sort of eating throughout the day? And you, they're, just, they're just either not eating enough food, they're skipping breakfast, they're not having complex carbohydrates, healthy fats, enough protein. I know that when I don't give my body the fuel it needs, I can't function. So I will always start my morning with some complex carbohydrates, some good protein, lunch is very much the same, and dinner is packed full of tons and tons of vegetables, a good protein source. I just make sure that I fuel my body with whole foods, unprocessed foods, and I move daily. This is so, so key. Like there is not a morning that goes by that I don't get up and go for a walk or do a yoga class or go and lift some weights. I just always move my body every single day. You know, our bodies are designed to move. They're not designed to sit at a desk staring at a screen all day. So work out when's good for you to exercise and just get it in. Even if it's just, you know, 20, 30 minutes, it's so important and your body and your mind will thank you for it. So eat whole foods, nourish your body, get your veggies in, your micronutrients in, that's key for energy and also key for mental, emotional and physical health. And one of the other things that I also am really passionate about is mindfulness, you know, doing things that bring us back into the present moment, whether that's meditation, whether that's yoga, whether that's journaling, whether that's walking in nature, just doing something that is really mindful where we are giving it our full attention. We just, we're training our minds not to just, you know, be like, you know, monkeys swinging from one branch to the next. That's kind of how our thoughts can be. It can be this very monkey mind of like one thought to the next. When you start to train your mind to become more mindful, you don't feel as anxious. You don't feel stressed because you're just in the moment. And in that present moment, you know, there isn't often things to worry about. There isn't things to, you know, overthink. It's in the present moment that happiness is that we can feel content, that we can feel fulfilled, that we can feel happy. So doing mindful activities such as meditation, journaling, walking in nature, yoga, are all powerful practices that will really, really help with our mental and emotional health. And the last thing that is so important and just so often overlooked in our Western world with, you know, the whole hustle mentality and all of this is sleep. Eight hours is the recommended amount and it's set for a reason. Study after study shows that if we don't get enough sleep, it can have a huge, huge, massive implications and take a huge toll on our mental, emotional and physical health. So having a good like sleep routine, making sure your room is cool and dark, making sure you're not having too much caffeine, you know, um, late on in the afternoon, switching off the TV, you know, and screens, you know, half an hour, an hour before bed, trying a little meditation before you get into bed, maybe even trying to read. Getting enough sleep is so important. And I know that when I don't get enough sleep, I do not function as well. 
And if that just, if that was just to continue, like one bad, one bad night's sleep, not the end of the world, a week, a month, a year, that's when it's really going to have implications on your health. So if you struggle with your sleep, I mean, I I could do a whole other podcast on that, but, you know, really start to take that seriously. Like look at things, look at some studies, look at research. What can I do to improve my sleep? And if you'd like me to do um, a podcast on sleep alone, reach out to me because sleep is something I'm extremely passionate about, especially when it comes to mental and emotional health. So they are my key things. So nourish your mind, read good books, listen to good podcasts, you know, do do some, um, some puzzles, some board games, you know, do something that's going to make you feel really present and just enjoy it. You know, feed your mind with goodness. Don't just have the news on in the background all day, every day. Manage your energy. Take regular breaks throughout the day. Make sure you go for a stretch or walk, do some exercise. Energy management is absolutely key when it comes to avoiding burnout. You know, listen to your body. Does your body need a break? Does it need to just stand up and stretch for a bit? Your body is always communicating. You just need to learn to tune in, become more mindful and listen. Um, write down your key tasks for the day. Don't overwhelm yourself. Look at your to-do list. Just get out of your head onto paper and then just, it's all a matter of just prioritizing. Plan your vacations with friends and family. Again, create those beautiful memories. Take time off. Enjoy it. That's what we work and live for, right? And if you are, if you can't get away right now, we'll say, I'm going to have a vacation at home. You know, get creative, make it fun, but just absolutely take some time off from your day to day activities and just try and switch your mind off, you know? But if you can get away, if you can even go, you know, 10, 15 minutes down the road, just get out of your environment, get away from home. I really recommend that you do it. You don't sometimes realize how much you need a break until you get away. Nourish your body, eat whole unprocessed foods, move daily, try some yoga, try some meditation. Mindfulness practices, like I said, meditation, journaling, walking in nature, like all amazing, amazing things you can do for your mind that really, really help mental health. And finally, get enough sleep. So important. I honestly feel so rested, so grateful that I've just had a beautiful weekend away. I didn't realize just how much I probably needed it until I took it. And I think that's the key, right? Don't get to the point where you need to have a break before you have it. There's day-to-day things that you can do to prevent yourself from getting to that point. Look after yourself, mental health, emotional health, it's so important. Burnout is no joke. I know far too many amazing people who've suffered with it and um, it's just not a good place to be and I do not wish it on anyone. So take care of yourself wherever you are this week. Make sure you make some time for you this week. Do something for your mind, do something for your body and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Mind to Lead podcast. I really hope you got some great takeaways and key learnings from this episode. To help us spread the message, please give us a rating and leave us a review. We love reading your thoughts and your insights and your learnings. And look, reach out to me. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm Georgie Hubbard. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Georgie L. Hubbard. Let's connect. I hope you have an incredible day and I look forward to speaking to you all again soon. Thank you.